0: So I, I cannot tell you how pleased I am that after all of the talks you will have heard, all of the food things and, 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 and amazing scholarly um, uh, words that have been spoken from this stage uh, over the last two days, that the, the, the thing you're going to walk away with uh, in your head is the shark attack. Um, LAUGHTER uh, it, it's very possible that you've not heard of the shark attack, um, and, uh, certainly not, it's certainly not as well known as the, uh, as the hurricane or the hand grenade, uh, even as well known as the, the, the fruit bowl, or the, sorry, the fish bowl, or the jester, or the huge ass beer, the huge ass beer. Um, it's very possible you haven't heard of it, and, and that's largely because it's, it's neither legally protected by trademark the way that, um, the hand grenade is. Uh, it's not sellable in a powdered form. Um, like the hand grenade, it is, uh, it is served at Tropical Isle. Uh, but it is a little bit like it's on the secret In-N-Out burger menu, um, insofar as anything that arrives with whistles, bells, screaming bartenders, and flashing strobe lights can be considered secret. Um, but the truth of the matter is that the, the shark attack is is truly more of um, an act of puppet theater than it is a drink. Um, But what, of course, it shares with these other drinks, as as my colleagues have have done a very good job of establishing, is that it it occupies roughly the same position in in relation to um, serious cocktails as Bourbon Street itself does in relation to New Orleans, which is to say, um, somewhere between the embarrassing uncle you hope doesn't show up. at your wedding, and uh, at worst, something so vile and, and disgusting that you actually define yourself in opposition to it. Um, and yet, um, my argument here today is that these drinks, and in particular, Shark Attack, is in fact at least as authentic and uh, organic an expression of New Orleans culture as uh, the Sazerac, as the Ramos Gin Fizz, as the Boulevardier, um, the Absinthe Suissesse. Um, and plenty of other drinks that, that uh, um, should probably be enjoyed more but not regarded anymore. So, um, who am I? Um, I am not a scholar like Ryan. I am not a, a brilliant popular historian like like Wayne. What are my, um, what are my qualifications? Um, I can only answer by showing you my bathroom counter. Um, <laughs> in which... This is a mere fraction of, uh, of my collection of, of sharks. Um, a few years ago at a, uh, at a seminar at the Tales of the Cocktail, I found myself doodling this, um, in which I pondered the oceanographic uh, uh, truth of the shark attack, which you'll l- learn a little bit more about. This may make more sense in a little while. Um, this is what happens to anybody who is uh, uh, lucky or unlucky enough to come visit me in New Orleans. Um, let's see who we have here. You'll recognize some of these faces. Um, I think I'd like to draw your attention in particular to uh, to this slide on the left um, and say, look at the happy, happy man. <laughs> that, and I will say that I... I will say for the SFA record, irrevocable, unerasable, that I bow to no man in my love for the shark attack, except for Paul Pablo Johnson. <laughs> um, all right, so, uh, so I drink some bark- shark attacks. Um, here's some more of your panelists. Um, that is the famous ghost of the proceedings, Rich Campanella. <laughs> That's me dressed as a shark attack. Um, that's me dressed as a shark attack drinking a shark attack which believe it or not I had to pay for Um, and actually this this picture came in today while uh, I was sitting in this theater from my girlfriend this is my daughter Um, so the tradition continues Uh, she's so drunk (laughs) right now Um, So, um, and and in fact, in fact, there are people in this very room who for a short time when I moved here uh, made a concerted effort for me to actually be nicknamed Shark Attack and I believe actually called me Shark Attack. So how and why did I develop this fascination? Well, I'll give you the brief history is that I moved here in January of 2011 um, and and when I moved here, I, I actually. So you're getting sharks. Try to with try to uh, um, resist the temptation to drink those quite yet, or squirt or, it, squeeze, or squeeze them. So please just hold the, hold your sharks delicately. Um, so I moved here, and I moved to the corner of St Anne Street and Bourbon, which um, if you know um, anything about. Um, about New Orleans and have spent any time on Bourbon Street, you know is really the thick of it. It's in particular the thick of, of, of um, sort of the gay Bourbon Street. Um, and I, I used to fall asleep. I was just two houses down from, from Bourbon Street, and I, would, I, I used to say that it was like falling asleep listening to your parents have a, have a party downstairs if your parents were six-foot-tall Whitney Houston drag queen uh, <laughs> lookalikes. Um, um, if you're living on Bourbon Street, it behooves you to very quickly decide that you are going to love Bourbon Street; otherwise, you will live in a constant state of torture. And, and uh, this is what I did. I, I would, um, sort of, by force of will, I would, I would walk down the street at night on my way home from wherever I was coming from, and, and through all these crowds, and let them sort of slide past my, my vision. And I would try to, and I would say to myself, almost like a mantra, "Isn't this wonderful? Isn't this? Isn't this?" <laughs> Isn't this wonderful that all these people are here having such a great time? Um, the other thing that it's important to know is that it was very cold, which as a Northeasterner, I did not anticipate. Um, and I had brought like a sweatshirt. And so I had to spend a lot of time in bars against my my instinct. Um, I know. What is, um, and so I was, I was sort of forced to spend time in bars. And one night I was in um, Molly's on Toulouse, which is on the corner of Toulouse and, um, and bourbon right across the street from the Tropical Isle. And um, a woman came in who had just gotten off work at the Tropical Isle. And she was complaining about the fact that she'd just been chastised along with the rest of the staff with a memo about this drink called the Shark Attack. Um, And so this is, for those of you who have not seen it, this is how she described it. You ready? Customer orders a Shark Attack. And first, the bartender fills a large plastic cup with a, with a kind of vodka and sour mix. It's sort of pale blue, like a lagoon. Um, and on top of it, you place a small um, plastic crocodile. And that is the end of act one. Next, you um, fill a plastic shark with grenadine syrup, and you swim the shark. This is very important. You swim the shark menacingly. Apparently, the memo was very clear that they had not been sufficiently menacing. Um, (laughs) You swim the shark menacingly toward the glass, towards the cup, and meanwhile, the rest of the bartenders are ringing bells, setting off sirens, blowing whistles, and screaming, and again, very, very specifically, what they're screaming is, get out of the water, a shark attack is about to occur. (laughs) And so we've reached our climax, and in the denouement, the bartender then plunges the shark into the drink, squeezes out the grenadine, blood or red liquid goes, uh, goes, goes spurting everywhere into this roiling bloodbath, and then everybody drinks. I think I made this woman at Molly's tell me this story about six times <laughs> um, with a drink each time, and, and evidence suggests that at some point, everybody in the bar uh, went across the street to enjoy uh, a shark attack. The evidence I'm discussing is that the next morning, feeling slightly less uh, than 100%, I went out for breakfast, I felt a strange lump in my pocket, and I found that, um, <laughs> along with uh, on these on the bar. Um, and the rest is history. Um, now, I, I, in, a, in a vain attempt to justify my place up here, I, I did do a little research into the history of the, of the shark attack. Um, and, and as I mentioned, it is not proprietary. Uh, there have been other versions of it. Um, at least of drinks with uh, with similar names and using grenadine. The Shark Bite, for instance, is the signature drink of the Holiday Inn Sunspree in Montego Bay. It consists of fruit juices and rum and 7-Up and, again, grenadine for the blood effect. Um, it appears that the first shark uh, drink called the Shark Attack in the New Orleans area was at a restaurant called Augie's Del Lago out on the lakefront, um, part of a what used to be a great strip of, of restaurants out there. This was open 24 hours. It had 10 bars, two restaurants. And you could sail right up to it. Um, but there was no show. There was no, um, and as a matter of fact, I don't believe there was even a shark involved, just that it was um, a, uh, there was some grenadine. Um, and then it seems even before Tropical Isle that there was a uh, shark attack at a bar called Lucy's Retired Surfer's Bar and Restaurant, which is still um, extant here on, uh, in, in the warehouse district. And that drink is very similar to Tropical Isles, but, well, kind of different. That's that shark, which is certainly not menacing. Um, (laughs) Completely out of scale for the cup, um, as you can tell. Um, And and just to make matters worse, they use a a blue whale occasionally. But, but worse than that, what, what really mattered was, uh, Ryan and I went in, in the name of research and, and had one of these a while ago, and is that each bartender was required to come up with their own presentation, and this was ours. Uh, she came over and she said, well, first of all, it was not um, a crocodile, it was mermaids, which is obviously stupid. Um, <laughs> uh, she said, um, oh look, some mermaids are swimming around. And she put the shark in. She said, "Stupid mermaids." <laughs> Ten dollars. Um, and it was these two things together—this um, th- th- this 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 lackluster performance and and learning about Augie's—that made me realize that the very thing that I had first found so hysterically funny and so so mockworthy about the shark attack uh, at Tropical Isle was, in fact, the thing that made it genius, and that is the script. Because this is a drink in which the drink itself is all but irrelevant. It's a drink that actually has no recipe. Um, What it has is a story. It has an idea, a construct. And in this, I'd argue, it's merely an extreme version of of, um, what's true about any other iconic drink. Uh, How else, for instance, could a martini be made with either gin or vodka? Two completely different spirits. There's only two ingredients in the whole thing. How would that be possible if what wasn't most important was the idea of a martini, the story of a martini? How else could there be 500 kinds of uh, old-fashioned if what was most important wasn't the notion of old-fashioned? And that's why Tropical Isle takes the time to ring the bells and blow the whistles and to say the words in order, because without the performance, there is no drink. And that's how I come to my point. There are cities in America that might make you feel foolish about this that might make you feel silly for being hoodwinked by the story, dazzled by the show. And um, New Orleans is not one of those cities. (laughs) In fact, the thing that New Orleans may be best at is telling stories, and then, and this is the very important part, making those stories real. There's no place on earth better at taking those base elements of a story, of narrative, and alchemizing them into authentic culture. The the whole narrative on which the city is founded, if you read Ryan's um, book that came out last year, this this notion of New Orleans as a city uh, outside of America, sort of a a city-state surrounded by the United States, is an invention. And in the invention of it, it became truth. There's no place in the world in which there's a narrower gulf between the fake and the authentic, between the touristy and the insider, between the story and the substance. Despite some of the very real anxieties that I think you've been hearing a lot about this weekend, there's no place in the world where that cycle of consumption and um, culture works, at least most of the time, more perfectly, where one sustains the other any better. Um, New Orleans has always, as far as I can tell, New Orleans has always had the, the wit and the mischief and the hustle and the open heartedness and the urbanity to survive the people who come here in order to love it, Um, whether for a bachelor party weekend or whether for life. Um, And not only to survive it, but to transform itself through their presence and, of course, to transform us. And I count myself very luckily in that number. And I'm confident that uh, my city, if I may presume, uh, and I will, uh, will be able to survive this uh, moment of invaders from beyond the White Wall, um, from this, this, this hostile land called Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> some people come to New Orleans for this story of a faded southern grandeur, and they find it. Some come for a story about the immaculately preserved African-American street culture, they find it. And some come for the story that having the ultimate good time should involve lights, sirens, a zoologically dubious sea drama, and a 12-cent <laughs> plastic shark, and they too will find it. Away from Bourbon Street, the shark attack is a shitty vodka sour with a shot of grenadine. (laughs) On Bourbon Street, it is the fulfillment of a promise. (laughs) A promise that the story of New Orleans is real, and it's here for you, whoever you are, and you can have it for the low price of $9 and a sugar hangover. (laughs) So in preparing for this talk, I thought, where can I go? You know, where? What more? I I think it's time. You know, how can I go further into my obsession with the shark attack. And and the idea was to have a dunk tank, for me to don a uh, a shark costume and have a dunk tank on stage, but the new New Orleans is all about insurance and (laughs) permitting and I don't know. Uh, So instead, I think we we can end the proceedings tonight with a toast to the uh, glorious eternal city of New Orleans, Louisiana. Ready, everybody? Everybody get out of the water A great white shark attack is about to occur Uh Cheers Menacingly Thank you very much